0: So, hey, and welcome back to the Expert Edge. First of all, I want to welcome you. If you are a new listener, we've had a ton of new listeners uh, on the podcast recently. So, welcome. And today's conversation is all about three secrets to becoming incredibly confident when you speak on any stage. So, maybe you've got a webinar you want to do, maybe you've got a presentation coming up, or maybe you've just always struggled to feel confident speaking, I think today is gonna be incredibly, incredibly helpful. And so if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you are subscribed, but today is gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be super, super good. So let's get into it. The three secrets to becoming confident on any stage. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boyd. So when I started speaking, uh, I got so overwhelmed physically, emotionally, mentally to the point of I remember speaking in front of a smaller audience. I remember I was at like a youth group kind of situation. I was probably about 21, 22 years old and my hand started shaking so much. Like I had the microphone in my left hand. It started shaking so much. I had to grab my hand my other hand my right hand across it and hold the microphone still and then my and then it was like all the movement and the nervousness moved down to my leg and then my knee started just absolutely shaking and going crazy i don't know if you've ever had a situation like that but i know i know for me like that was the reality of how i felt about public speaking to the point of genuinely public speaking was like the last thing I wanted to do. And it's so crazy now that that is literally what I teach. And even more than that, I don't just teach public speaking, but I teach people to craft presentations that sell, sell their products, sell their offers, right? And so first of all, I want you to know that if if speaking in public freaks you out, if speaking in public Uh, creates anxiety for you, it's really normal. Like it's really normal. In fact, you know, that whole adage of that public speaking is feared more than death. And I think that is so true because there's this sense of uncertainty, this sense of vulnerability, um, this sense of fear that for many of us, it comes over us when we think about speaking in public. But what's cool is that on the other side of getting over this fear, which is very getting uh, very um, doable. On the other side of this fear is this incredible power, this incredible freedom. And even more than that, it's this, this sense of autonomy to be able to create and generate what you want in your life. And so often we think about, oh, no, I just need to get really good at my craft. Now, that is part of becoming successful, getting really good at what you do is is, is really important to being successful. And I'm not gonna look over that. But if you don't know how to communicate the value of what you do, then people's perception of what you do will be a, a lot lower. In fact, I've found that people's perception of what you do determines the value they put on it. So in other words, you could have a 10 out of 10 skill but your communication abilities be a two out of 10. And they're gonna view initially, especially especially in a sales experience, they're gonna view the value of your skill at a two rather than a 10, even though it's a 10. Does that make sense? And for me, that's why I'm so obsessed about this topic of speaking and selling on stages. So. I want to talk about this this idea of how do we overcome the fear of public speaking, and this is something that I dive really deeply into inside of Self From Stage Academy, which is our core core curriculum program. And uh, and I find that when you start to unpack these ideas, everything changes. And I want you to know that if you feel a sense of fear when it comes to speaking in front of an audience, whether it be a webinar, a live event, a virtual event. I want you to know that I feel that as well. And I've felt that many times in my life. So it's it's very normal to experience that. But I just want you to know that on the other side of that, on the other side of that fear is a whole bunch of freedom. And I, and I want to take you through three simple ideas but incredibly profound ideas that can make a huge difference when it comes to increasing your confidence of speaking on any stage now these are just three ideas of about seven or eight ideas that we teach inside of self from stage academy so if you ever decide to join one of our core curriculum programs like you're going to be blown away with the practicality and the usability of this stuff um, and I want to say, if you are interested in, in checking out a new training that I just did, it's a free training. It's called the five secrets to selling confidently on virtual and live stages. Just go to colinboyd.co forward slash workshop, colinboyd with one L colinboyd.co forward slash workshop. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. Definitely check that out. It's a free training that we've just released up for a limited time. So let's talk about this idea of building confidence, and let me share with you these three, three tips. <clears throat> so first of all, contextually, I want you to think about a scale, and I'm calling this the readiness scale. The readiness scale is, imagine it goes from zero to 10, right? And 10 is, you are freaked out so much, you've got so much anxiety, you are absolutely crippled with anxiety, you've got panic attacks, You've got uh, like you know you sh- your your vision is shrinking, right? Anxiety, overwhelm. That's a ten. A zero is you're fully relaxed on the couch, not a worry in the world, just chilling. It's like like that sense of absolute peace and relaxation, right? And I want you to think about it from a speaking present, from a speaking space. I think you actually shouldn't have a zero, right? You're not going to perform well at a zero and you're also not going to perform well at a 10. So when it comes to this readiness scale, for me, I actually like to have a sense of anticipation. Almost like you could say it's anxiety, but for me, it's definitely anticipation. It's a sense of excitement, but there is a flavor of anxiety in that. And I think that that's okay. So I do want to frame this up that if you feel some anxiety in a presentation, I actually think it's good right? So it's not a bad thing. And so for me, anywhere between a three to about a seven, maybe a a six in anxiety is actually really good. Okay. So this is not about getting you to a point that's like a zero. In fact, so I find that I perform really well when it's anywhere between for me, like a a four to a six, that middle range of like, there's a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of anticipation. So it makes me, become more acutely aware of what i'm doing but it's not at a point where it's affecting my performance so it's actually at a point where it's increasing my attention increasing my throat fo- my focused but not affecting my performance negatively does that make sense and so that's the goal for me i i so if it so if you notice yourself getting too high on the anxiety the goal is to bring it down to like a six not to bring it down to like a three Okay. So I want you to realize that the goal is not to have no anxiety. The goal is to have the right amount of anxiety and anticipation so that you are ready to deliver at your best. In fact, I know for me, when I'm not anxious enough or have enough anticipation about the presentation, I don't present as well. And so there's actually some really good sides to this. So let's talk about this. And how this works. So let me give you these three strategies. You might want to write these down because they're incredibly powerful, uh, but I think they'll be powerful in even just chatting through them right now. So the first one is this you need to view your presentation not as a formal presentation. So I don't care whether you're getting paid to speak a, as a keynote, you're getting you're doing a virtual presentation, you're doing a live presentation. For me, I don't view it as a presentation. I view it as a conversation. So think about it like this, imagine you're meeting someone for the first time, you're just having a normal conversation with them, getting to know them and so forth. You know, for most people that's not the most anxious moment of their life. Sure some of you might find that a little bit a little bit of anxiety around that, but it's not like a 10 out of 10, right? It might be like a 4 to a 6. And so for me, when I think about a presentation, I don't view it as a formal one to many presentation that is needing to be like a robot. I view it as a conversation. And so for me in my head whenever I'm speaking to an audience and even to be quite frank when I'm when I'm recording this podcast this podcast for me is a conversation. Now, I know it's a very one way, right? Unless you write a review, right? Which many of you have, by the way. Oh my gosh, I've had like 10 or 12 reviews in the last like week, it's been insane. So I appreciate all of you who have left a review. Um, but, but it's it's a it's a two-way experience even though it's one way and so the first frame that I want you to view your presentation from is that it's a conversation not a presentation so sure it is a presentation sure it is a speech it's one way it's a one-way very much presentation although there are a lot of techniques to make it two-way but I want you to view it as a as a conversation. And one little hack that I like to use is right at the start of the presentation, I'll say something like this. I'll say, hey, it's I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. So I'll even use the word conversation. I'll use those words in this podcast as well. And so that it's very inclusive language. Does that make sense? And so I would even just get you to remember or write down to go next time I do a presentation, next time I record a podcast, use the words, hey, it's great to have this, I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. Even though it's one way, it's not really a conversation, but when you frame it as that, first of all, there's two benefits. The listener starts feeling like it's a lot more connected with the speaker or with the podcaster, right? But secondly, it tells your mind, that we're having a conversation. It feels like a two-way experience, even though it's one way. So that's the first frame that's gonna make a huge difference. If you have to view it as a conversation, not a presentation. The second trick is you need to move into the audience's minds. And so what happens is for most people, As the speaker, you get stuck in your own mind. Now, when you get stuck in your own mind, what type of questions and focuses do you tend to have? For most people, you start to get into these questions like, what will they think of me? Will they like my content? Will I be credible enough? Will they like me? Will I mess up? Will I look silly? We start to ask all these self-focused questions. And so for me, I work really hard before I get into a big presentation of getting into the audience's minds and hearts and asking myself, I wonder what the audience is going through. Not not what am I going through? I ask, what is the audience going through? In other words, what are the concerns, the worries, the difficulties that, the audience is going through right now that, that I could help them with. So in other words, it comes from a very empathetic positions, an empathetic position from the sense of your speaking. And what happens is it moves you from focusing on you to focusing on them. And the distinction here is how to do it. So it's not about just focusing on them, but it's being really specific and asking questions like, I wonder what they're going through right now. I wonder what problems they're facing. I wonder what frustrations they're having right now. And I spend some time thinking about those specific things that are going on in their life. And what that does is it really connects me to their world. So I focus on the contribution I'm going to make as opposed to the criticism that I have of myself, <laughs> right? Does that make sense? And so, some other questions I ask is I'll ask, I'll say, like, what's great about this opportunity? So, I get myself into a contributions uh, focus. What's great about this opportunity? Yeah, like I said, what challenges is my audience going through? How can I show up to serve my audience just on the next level? And so, this second point is. I have to move into the audience's mind as opposed to staying in my mind. When you do that, you move out of focusing on yourself and you focus on contribution and a deep sense of connection. So that's the second hack that makes a big difference. The third one is very tactical, but it's incredibly powerful. And this is this idea of getting present. Now, before I go up for a big presentation, I will usually go through some specific uh, actions, some tactics to get me really present in my body. Now, at this point, when I'm getting into my presentation, maybe it's three to four minutes before my webinar, you know, three to four minutes before a big presentation, I'm not trying to memorize my whole presentation, which I think is a, a terrible idea anyway. For me, I'm trying to get present to the moment. So at this point, I've already done all the hard work of I've prepared my content, I've practiced my content, I've practiced it out loud, I've got it into my body. And at this moment, my goal is not to try to remember all my content. My goal is to get present to the moment and to get present to the audience. And if you watch great speakers, when they come up, It's almost like they believe that they are allowed to have as much time with the audience as they like. Now, they aren't because there's a a very specific agenda that the event organizer has, right? In terms of you've got 45 minutes on the dot. And if you don't finish at that time, you're never coming back again which as a side note, you should never go over, not even a minute. I finish literally on the second when I'm speaking, right? You, like you do that, that makes you a professional speaker and communicator. But for me, right before I'm getting, gonna get on stage, I do I do this three-step process. You ready for this? First of all, I take some deep breaths, and I focus on how the breath feels in my body. And what I'm going to get you to do right now is I'm going to get you to go through this as a listener, and I want you to notice what happens in you. Okay, so you are ready for this? I don't care what you're doing. Maybe if you're walking, if you are driving, that's totally fine as well. You can uh, obviously, you know, keep keep your eyes open, um, keep focusing on the road. But but you know, you can probably do this type of exercise in most most situations, right? Um, uh, but just, just stay safe. <laughs> the, this, is, this is the process. I want you to do three deep breaths. So take a deep breath in, and I want you to notice the air going through your nostrils and then breathe out and notice how the air feels going out of your mouth. And take another deep breath in, notice the air going through your nostrils, breathe out, uh, and notice the air going through your mouth. And one more, just take one more deep breath in, breathe in that good energy, and then breathe out any stress that you have out of your mouth. Very good now as you're listening i want you to wiggle your toes so i want you to wiggle your toes and i want you to notice how your toes feel in your shoes i want you to move your shoulders a little bit i want you to notice how your shirt feels or your sweater or your jumper as we say in australia how your jumper feels on your back. I want you to notice how it feels, like just move your shoulders, right? I want you to just move your hands together on your palms and maybe just rub your hands and just notice how your skin feels on your hands. Very good, very good. Now, I want you to look around your environment and I want you to notice five colors. So, whatever colors you see, I just want you to say them out loud. So, for me, I'm literally looking around. I'll say white, blue, pink, green, brown, uh, blue, green, Orange, right? It's just five colors. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. And then take one last deep breath in, take a deep breath in, notice the air going through your nostrils and breathe out. Very good. Now come back to now. Now I wonder what is going through your mind right now? What's going through your mind? Have you got nothing? Have you got nothing going through your mind? Well, first of all, how does that feel? Maybe that's a very unique concept to you. But if you've got nothing going through your mind, that's the purpose of this exercise. And I actually do this exercise right before I get on stage because for me, I wanna be incredibly present. I've done all the preparation before. When I get on stage, I wanna be present. So I get up, I look at the audience and I connect with them. I look at the audience and I see them. I resonate with them because for me, the power of a great speaker, the power of a great communicator is actually found in their ability to connect with their audience, not just to convey content. And so this is so important for, the, for you elevating the power of what you do. So let's review these three things. First of all, you need to see it as a conversation, not a presentation. Second of all, you need to move into your audience's mind and get out of yours. And that is thinking about what are their problems consider what they're going through. And number three, you need to get present. You can do this three-step process, which is three deep breaths, wiggle toes, and five colors. That's the process I move through every time I speak. So hey, if this has been valuable and you haven't left a review yet, please go down, especially if you're on iTunes, and leave me a review, a written review. If you leave a written review, I will send you over a course that we normally sell for $197. Send it to me in my DMs with a screenshot of your review, and I'd love to send you over that free course. And... I think I mentioned that I've just released released a new training. It's called the five secrets to selling on webinar and live stages. It's a in-depth training on the five proven principles that for me, I've developed over the last, you know, 12 to 13 years of speaking on stages all around the world that will help you to understand what it takes, what it means to craft a presentation that sells. So if you like my content, make sure to go over and check out that training. It's colinboyd.co forward slash workshop. So hey, I trust this has been valuable. Send this to a friend, hit the share button, text this to a friend if you think that they would benefit from this as well. Bless you guys. And we'll see you next week on the Expert Edge. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the persuasive content builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.